Hey, we're digital content creators who met online. I was using TikTok as an escape from my soul-sucking corporate sales job. And I was using it to share my art and talk all things self-employment when I found Marissa. And then I went viral for the first time, which was my open door to exploring self-employment as a digital content creator, which happened to be the major reason I was drawn to Danielle in the first place. We started bonding over my story of being a graphic designer who left the corporate world four years ago to pursue a lifestyle where I took my success as a designer and blended it with my free spirit to run my very own kick-ass business. So with our mutual focus on mindset and knowing that I was about to leave my nine to five, we started having conversations about my plan moving forward. My business coach told me to interview a few people who I thought could be my target audience. So of course I asked Danielle. And in typical Danielle fashion, I hijacked the conversation and asked Marissa to be my co-host instead. Clearly, I didn't say no. So this is now our podcast, Her Messy Bun, where we chat about all things mindset, confidence, and business essentials for all of our self-employed lady friends. And where you can tune in to all of our not-so-private conversations. So throw up your messy bun, because Because shit's shit's about about to to get get real. real. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Her Messy Bun. I'm Marissa. And I'm Danielle. And I'm not editing that out. Okay, so do you feel like you've listened to all the advice, you've taken aligned action, and you've put in the work, but now you're stuck waiting for the success to arrive? Well, we've been there too, and we know that it can feel like all of your hard work may not be worth it if you aren't seeing results right away. So in this episode, we're going to show you what helps us remain patient which is what we call our circle of success. Each of the four parts of the circle will get you back into motion and fight those impatient feelings. So this came up because of Danielle's membership. Take it away. So during one of my group sessions that I offer my members, a question was asked that pretty much blew my mind. And it was definitely because of the way that it was phrased. And I don't think I would have thought of it. They said, and I also haven't heard many people talk about it either. They said, Um, what happens while you wait for success to arrive? And I was just like, whoa, you mean like, because you've already done the work? And she was like, yeah, like I've done the work. I have the offers. Now what? Now what do I do in between like letting people know about my offers and then like getting success? Like what do we do during that time frame? And I was like, "That's, that's a loaded question do you want me to like do a podcast about it? And she was like, if you could, that'd be great. (laughs) So what do you do during the waiting game from creating products or services to receiving the sales and the clients? And we have four points and four steps pretty much um, to make sure that you're in the position to get that success and to receive the success that you're looking for. So we want to, the first step would actually be our last episode about getting clear on what you want. So I think we're just going to leave that one as is. If you need to um, have more definition to what it is to get, what it means to get clear on what you want and find clarity. And if you need help with that, go check our last episode out. It's episode 219. We, I think it's like 35 minutes worth of hardcore knowledge on how to get clear on what you want with tangible steps. And it's a great listen. So Um, once you're done listening to that, come back here and listen to step two. Yes. Also that episode is, might be one of my favorites that we've ever done. So yeah, if you have yet to listen to that, go back and listen. And then you're ready for step two, which is to identify any resistance. So if you think 
that your weight, you're ready to wait on the success and that you've done everything, you might have some resistance that you aren't really aware of. So take a look at everything that you have and really tune in to where you might feel a little unaligned, a little uneasy. And if there is any, fix it. And then you're more likely to get that success sooner. You could just be one or two degrees off. This just happened to me as soon as I made a very small change, I felt better, I was more ready to take action and things just started kind of coming out of the woodworks more than it did before. So then if you have no resistance and you're feeling good, now you can go to step number three. Right, and really quick, um, like some examples of what the identifying a resistance could look like. It could be like, are you, do you need more help sending emails out, growing your email list? Are you not posting consistently on social media? Are you still unsure of how to speak to your audience. Mm -hmm. um, if there's like struggles in the sense of like how to share your core offer, there's resistance. So just break it down and figure out what can be updated. Talk about it to yourself in the mirror. Talk about it, like record yourself doing this. Get really, really good at like fighting through that resistance of how to's. Yeah. And really quick. <laughs> really, yeah, quick. No, that's really quick. Really quick. Really quick. Um, a good indicator for me to know that there is resistance with something is if I'm not excited to talk about it or act on mm. it. Like, yeah. I have been hesitant to update my website and I took a step back and was like, okay, Marissa, why are you dragging your feet? And it's because I was unhappy with my color palette. And like, even something as simple as that, just fixing my color palette and updating it, I was so excited to take action. So it might just be something that you're not even aware of. So whenever you're feeling like you don't wanna take action, try to diagnose that. And I can guarantee you it's probably some very small tweak that you need to make. Oh, completely. All right, so let's go into step three. And we talk about this pretty much in every episode, but it's share your genius. So in our last episode, we talked a lot about cl uh, getting clear on your genius and what it is that you have to offer. But what do you do now that you've found clarity and now that you know who your target audience is and what you want to offer them? You now have to tell people and don't stop telling people, like just keep talking about it because that is your genius. I get asked a lot, um, how do you know what to keep saying in your content? Like how do you know what to write in your emails and how do you know what to say in this video or in the captions of this Instagram or how do you just like know what to say on your podcast? And it's like, this is what I'm teaching. Like this is, this is what we offer. So while you might feel like you're repeating yourself, not everybody's heard what you have to offer. And like, so you have to keep sharing what it is that you have to offer so that people can keep learning and understanding and keep spreading the knowledge to more people and growing your audience. So the biggest mistake that you can make as an entrepreneur is to think that people will find you now that your product or service has been created. And that's just not true. So make sure that you're sharing it in multiple different ways on multiple different platforms and make sure that you continue to serve. And if you don't have a platform, but you have the product, design a social media strategy to help you stay on track and grow that platform. I can drill this into you all day long about how you need to just keep sharing your genius. Um, but until it clicks with you, it might not resonate with you right now. Just keep 
trying to talk about it, keep learning new ways of how to phrase it, keep talking about it until it's like, until it's almost as easy to say as saying, hi, I'm Danielle. Mm-hmm. Like it, it should be second nature for you. So let's go into step number four. Now that we have our genius shared, what do we do? Yeah. So step number four is just to follow up and follow through. So you have everything clarified, you've removed any resistance, and now you're sharing everything that you have to offer. So now you need to just continue doing that. Follow up on what you've said you would do for your clients, for your um, for your customers, and follow through on everything. So, you know, deliver on what you promised, follow up on leads, go back and look at everything with a fresh perspective. Once you get to this step, you have to over, you look at everything else that you've done. So have you replied to every single comment? Have you, like, it's kind of like going back to sharing your genius, um, like seeing how you did and following through with everything that you said that you would do. So if you shared anything where it's like, you know, like and comment for part two, or like, I'm, you know, like, let's follow each other, or let's start this journey, or if people have questions, it's now you like take a step back, see what you can follow up with based off of the conversations you've already started and see what you can follow through with based off of what you've already promised. So it's like the concept of making sure that all of your loose ends are tied up. And I think a lot of times random comments and random um, uh, remarks on what we are doing or random conversations tend to get overlooked as like, oh, they were just being nice. But a lot of times people that reply or comment on your product or your service are replying and commenting on it because they're interested in it. So this is where you can engage and like follow through with closing the deal with them and figuring out like, hey, are you interested in this? Like asking them if they're actually interested in your offer. So I like to call this the circle of success because when you have clarity, refinement, strategy, and you learn how to follow through with it, all that's left is trusting the process and continuing to do it. Yeah. And I think that's a huge point here is to some extent, there's not going to be any more action that you have to take. It's going to be a matter of you continuing what you've been doing, showing Mm -hmm. up every day, and trusting the process and having faith that all the work you've put in is going to pay off. Um, But I like that we came up with four steps that are actually tangible because it's so easy to get on here and just be like, yeah, just trust the process and, you know, believe Mm -hmm. because there usually are things that you can be doing. But to some extent, you know, if you've done all the things, there is a level of faith that you have to have in yourself and in your business. So that's really important to remember. Yeah. And like, I think I've talked about it multiple times before, but like, there's the concept of now that you have everything, like you have the offer, you have the process, you like, you have the circle of success, but like still things are still not coming to you. You can't just like sit on your hands and wait. You also have to like be networking. So the concept of um, income producing activities is also the concept of gaining leads and Uh, finding new people to like see what you have to offer Mm. and it's just I mean it it's going to feel like a never-ending circle which is why it's called the circle of success because once you do it once you get a little bit better at it 
and you do it again, you get even better at it. You keep going through this circle and this process um, where you keep refining and you keep tweaking and you keep figuring out exactly what's perfect for you. And then once you have that, it's like you're unstoppable. There's like nothing that can hold you back. Yes. I've tried four different email services and nothing compares to the beauty and the ability that comes with using Flowdesk. Start and grow your email list today with Flowdesk. Start your free 30-day trial and lock in with a 50% off your monthly subscription when you click the link in our show notes. Yeah. Um, Marissa, you were talking yesterday about the ice cube metaphor. Yeah, it's one of my favorites and I've made a video on it before and it, it was honestly the first thing that I thought of when you came to me with this question from your member. Um, they talk about it in Atomic Habits, which we reference like every freaking episode. So if you haven't read <laughs> Atomic Habits by James Clear, highly recommend. So in the book, he compares persistent habits to melting ice. So let's say for those of you who um, are in the U.S. and use Fahrenheit, the, an ice cube freezes at 32 degrees, right? So let's say you have the ice cube in a box that's zero degrees. So it's way below freezing. And one degree at a time, you heat up this little box. So one degree, two degree, three degrees. The, the ice cube is seemingly not doing anything. Nothing is happening to it. It's still frozen but you are getting one degree closer every single time. So the whole point here is that you could be at 28 degrees, 29 degrees, 30 degrees, and be so close to the ice cube starting to melt, which is your goal. But if you get pissed off and you get impatient and you think that nothing is actually working, you, you're gonna walk away before the magic actually happens. So you have to keep in mind that the daily persistent things that you're doing is slowly, slowly turning up the temperature one degree at a time. And then one day it's gonna hit 32, and then it's gonna hit 33 and it's gonna to start to melt. But if you would have stopped at 29 or 30 degrees, yeah, the thing is never gonna melt. It's the same, there's that graphic that circulates like once a month on every social platform of the two, mm -hmm. um, of the two coal miners who are looking for diamonds. And one of them is like inches away but gets pissed off because he doesn't know that it's there and he's been digging for hours. So he turns back. Like uh -huh. you never know how close you are to that success that you're wanting. So a lot of this is mindset as much as I hate to say it, but I think it's really important to point out. Yeah. Especially since like you've already put in the work, like <laughs> saying that reminds me of the TikTok. I put in the work, I put in the work, but you already put in the work. So like there's not, if you stop this idea and you're like, this is clearly not working for me, even though you have full faith that this idea is a great idea and you move on to the next one, you're starting from scratch. So you have to like put in even more work than you would if you just had some patience and like trust that this is literally going to change people's lives and yep. like that you're benefiting people. Because I believe that Marissa and I, talk to the people, our, our listeners are people that want to help other people and they're not just like out there for the money. 
So oh, yeah. we're, we're assuming that everybody that's listening and wants to change people's lives with their product or services. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you just never know what could happen. I mean, my eighth video went viral and if I would have stopped at six, like mm -hmm. who the heck knows where I would be? Like, right. I just had a client hit 1.3 million views and it got him 18,000 followers overnight. And it's like, mm -hmm. if he wouldn't have posted that video, if he would have judged himself or if he would have been like too pissed off about the last couple of videos not performing well, and he didn't post that video, you know, like you have to, you have to keep showing up and trust that mm -hmm. something is going to work. Yeah, I agree. All right. This is the part of the episode where we talk about our messy bun moment. And usually neither of us have a messy bun moment to share until the last second. So let's see, are you prepared with your messy bun moment? Mm. I kind of like though that we don't prep it because I feel like it's more like, oh no, I have to like think about what, what I did this week. You know, and the messy bun moments really just meant to be like, what did you bust your ass at? And like, now you're like really proud of what's happening and the process of it. Oh, I guess I'll go. Yeah. This was go. more last week. Um, and we're filming two weeks in advance now. So just keep all of that in mind as you're listening. Um, not that it makes a difference for you, the listener, but whatever. <laughs> I'm just stalling. I got... Two high ticket clients in the same week. Yay. Yay. In the same 24 hours. In the Yay. same 24 hours. Yay. That's super exciting. I'm so excited for you. Thanks. It's, it's mm -hmm. fun. It's been fun. Yeah. Been it fun. was, especially since like, if you listen to the last episode, Marissa literally just was like, this is exactly what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. This feels right. I found my clarity. I refined what I'm doing. I updated my website. I, you know, shared, like you shared the TikTok one video, kind of, kind of one video, or was it a, the email that went out that was like, just a heads up. I'm no longer going to be offering yeah. this service at this price anymore. Mm -hmm. And you like put your foot down and literally boom. Yeah. It happened. It's crazy. So just to reiterate, for those of you who might not have listened to last week's, I am not going to be doing one-off sessions with people anymore. I'm going to be working exclusively long-term with people, whether that's like a mm -hmm. month or six months or anything in between. Um, and I want to work with coaches who make a difference in their clients' lives. So I really want to help people grow on TikTok who are making a difference. So whether you're a creative entrepreneur who has a really impact-driven mission or your coach who serves their clients in awesome ways. That's who I want to help. So yeah, if you're interested, shoot me a DM. What is your messy bun moment? Um, my messy bun moment is, so I live in Illinois and like the weather has been um, cold for like the last few months. Like it's supposed to be summer, but it, or a few weeks I should say, and it's supposed to be summer, but it's not. Uh, the temperature just started becoming summertime. And so I have been um, waiting to do my garden. Like this has nothing to do with business, but <laughs> is everything to do with like what I do in between business. Um, and like, I'm a big person, like I'm big on making sure that you have hobbies outside of your business and like your life with your family or your partner. And mine is like gardening and it's like super nerdy of me, but it it's what grounds me and like recharges me. And last summer we did a garden that my first garden ever. And we literally like 
ate so many, we had so many awesome vegetables and ate so much fresh vegetables last summer that I'm super excited for this one. And I'm, I went a little bit, um, overboard and bought like four, four times the amount of different vegetables than I had last year. So I got everything in the garden this week and that's my (laughs) messy butt moment. And I'm so excited because it's already starting to grow and it's like, like we talk about in this episode, the process and how you just have to trust the process, but like literally watching the process of like seedling to plant and like eating it is insane. And like, yeah, so cool. Yeah. So especially since Emmett is a huge vegetarian, he loves vegetables. So last summer when he was one, he would like go up to the garden and like pluck a fresh tomato and eat it right then and there. The dream. No. Mm hmm. So, so cool. Yeah. And my dream is to like be able to live off the land. So this summer is going to be really interesting to be able to do that (laughs) even more than one step closer. So that's so awesome. So jealous. It's like, it's 85 degrees here right now and it's only 940 in the morning. So, you know, by noon, it's going to be a hundred degrees. Nothing survives here. I wish I could have a garden. (laughs) Yeah. I like, I would love to learn how to do like the greenhouse. I I want a greenhouse so bad. I want one so bad so that so we can do bad. it during the summer, but it snows so much here that I'm like, where would I even put it in? And then I would have to truck through the sun, like the snow. Yeah. I'm putting that on my vision board, a greenhouse. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would love that. All right. Here comes the awkward closing. Uh-huh. Last week you said, or two weeks ago, you said, rate us and give us a few words. And in my head, I was like, oh my God, she was not specific enough. That could be, that could mean rate us one star and give us a few words as in you guys suck. So that's, that's what came to mind. So make sure you go rate us five stars and leave a few nice words so that I don't know what's wrong with me. I haven't had coffee, so I'm just going to stop talking, but I'm definitely not editing this out. Yeah, I wouldn't either because people need to see how weird you are. Like your weirdness comes through so well on the podcast. And then like on your TikTok, you're like, I have everything together. I'm so awesome. And on the podcast, you're just like, look at me. I don't have the pressure of the visuals. Wait till we have to put these on YouTube. People are going to be like, is she okay? (laughs) Is she, does she need help? (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, this is going to be fun. You're going to actually be able to see us like in pajamas and like semi done up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I show up in last night's or in yesterday's makeup every, every Thursday. So yeah, stay tuned for that. This is a very long outro. So if you're still listening to this, oh, if you're oh, still yeah. listening oh, yeah. to this, make sure go follow both of us on Instagram, put us in a group and send us a lemon emoji. <laughs> yeah. A lemon emoji. Yeah, because we're like curious as to how many people actually listen to the babble at the end of the episodes. <laughs> I know. Half I have a feeling like, that. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm the person. I'm the person that like listens to the episode until it goes into the next episode of whatever's gonna play. Oh, and Bruce is like, "Oh, all right, you're ending the episode. Let's go to the new later. That I can- yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we have more listeners like me. Are you a Marissa or are you a Danielle? Are you an MJ or a D? Oh my gosh. Are you a Marissa or are you a Danielle? That's, that's what your face just said. Anyways, if you are listening to this, go leave us a lemon. All right. We're really done with this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Okay. Yay.